1: And uh, we are gonna talk this week about something that I know will resonate with all of you because we've all been through some of this, we've all dealt with this, and we have, as we always do, an absolute expert that is going to educate us, it's gonna teach us, it's gonna help us be better at some of these things. And, and, and we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of different things, but one of the things that we're gonna touch on is we're gonna talk about how to create a successful why that can help guide the how and what of creating a powerful business. And it's not a bunch of foo-foo things, right? (laughs) So uh, stick with me, but we have someone who, so you might be thinking, okay, who's the expert here, right? Who's who's gonna come and talk to us about this? Oh my gosh, I've heard this type of topic a bunch of times, blah, blah, blah. Well, we have someone with us this week that has started 18 companies over a 45-year career, 18. Do you think maybe he might know a little bit about this okay so our guest this week is mr david miney he's a co-founder and co-author he's a cancer survivor talk about a battler right competitive road bike cyclist dedicated pickleball athlete he's an experienced career entrepreneur with a long list of successful launches under his belt when he's not out winning athletic medals boom holding motivational talks or advising business boards David dedicates his time to furthering the mission he and Carla are most passionate about, and that is eating to live. Over the past two decades, David's work, books, and remarkable journey have inspired thousands of people to transform their health in the same way. So without further ado, David Miney, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio.
2: Thank you so very much. I love your handle, Mr. Biz. I think it's so cool. Well, thanks. Um, So I guess... Gosh,
1: look, let's get started, right? So 18 companies, talk, talk to me about your entrepreneurial
2: journey. I mean, I, this is going to be amazing. I, I got I to take some notes here. <laughs> so I started my very first company actually, while I was going to college. One of the things that as people think about their why, how, and what is for me, it was always about solving a problem. So while I was going to college, I was actually working for a company that had multiple retail stores and they were in home electronics. And back when I started my company in 1979, uh, video recorders and those great big, I don't know if you remember those great big video cameras that used to sit on your shoulder. And so anyway, they retailed those things, but they also had a rental business where they rented. Because we were in college towns, we rented refrigerators, microwaves, and all these different things. Well, people would come in, and I was managing two other stores, and people would come in and say, do you rent this? And I'd say, no. Do you rent this? They'd say, no. So I got this bright idea. Since the company I worked for didn't do it, I'd start out of my garage and buy things and rent things to these college students. One day, the president and owner of the company called me in, and he, I was one of their up and coming best store managers, uh, doubled the profits in their two stores they gave me. And I was sitting across and Steve looked at me and said, Hey, Dave, sounds good. And I looked at him and I knew I was busted cause that was the name of the company I had started was called sounds good. Oh, geez. And, uh, he said, I, I'm really sorry. I don't have a choice, but I have to fire you. And I said, why are you firing me? I'm doing such a great job with these two stores. He says, your company is, um, is in conflict with what we're doing. So it was unfortunate, but then I just went full time into building that company. And I actually built that company into 110 stores in 28 states uh, offering. I was one of the very first companies in Utah that did video movie rentals. And I was passionate about movies. We brought in later pizza in our stores. So when people walk in, they'd smell pizza baking. So we'd put deals together where they could get you know, pizza and movies. And it was quite the business. And I sold that in 1988. That was my first of the 18 companies I've built. Wow. So you were like pre Blockbuster? Uh, Blockbuster was uh, who bought most of my stores. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I was pre Blockbuster. Yeah. Cause I was trying to
1: think, I can't remember exactly. I actually did some research on Blockbuster actually trying to learn from their demise, um, ironically enough, later, later on in their life, lifespan of their company, but I'm trying to think when they were founded, I want to say it was 85 ish, something like that. Maybe it was uh, so yeah, right it around sense. there,
2: 84, 85. Yeah. So, yeah. and what's interesting is through that 18 companies, I mostly focused on consumer goods, focused on uh, solving problems in different areas. And then my next big company I did in the 90s was a home and residential and commercial security system business where I would come in and install security systems and help protect businesses and protect people's homes, built that up. Uh, Then in uh, 1994, my wife started a company And we had a call center where we took inbound calls for companies that would do infomercials. And so when we sold that company in 2007, we had over uh, 600 employees. That was an amazing business. We sold that to a private equity company. And then we started in uh, 2009 with my son, we started a company called Ideal Shape. And we built that to $40 million. And then the big C attacked me in 2015. That's when Ugh. I found, uh, went in for surgery and they found three tumors embedded in the bladder wall. Fortunately, Ugh. it hadn't gone through the wall or you and I wouldn't be talking today. And so uh, we had a company chasing us out of Europe. And so they, my wife says, we gotta sell the company. We gotta focus on your health. I don't wanna lose you. And so, and the reason being is I, over that next couple of years, I ended up having multiple surgeries. They removed a total of 21 tumors. I did two rounds of chemo. And so we sold the company and we came up with a why and we wanted to really focus. You know, we had lots of whys with our businesses. Now we had a why that we needed to do with my health and seeing if we could save my life. And then our last company that we just started was in uh, 2020 and which is we started off as eating to live and we've just, uh, in the last four months, we changed our name to more than healthy, which really does more we want. And let me just share with you really quick. And I, when we can wrap this up, uh, so you can go into your commercial break, but we really worked hard on our why and the why for this new company more than healthy is we, Coach individuals on how they can achieve optimal health, which is something that we're super passionate about.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it makes perfect sense. Uh, look, I've got hearing the journey, and I know you summarized it for us and made it concise, which is great. Um, I've got, I've got so many questions, uh, but I know we're <laughs> up against we're up against a break here. So I wanna be mindful of the time. I don't want producer Allen get mad at me. Um, (laughs) So uh, so I gotta mind my P's and Q's. Uh, I can't have producer Allen mad at me. But so again, we're talking this week with Mr. David Miney. Um, His book is called Eating to Live, but you can go out to morethanhealthy.com, morethanhealthy.com, or uh, I would also recommend, not or, and I would recommend going out on social media. So they're on, so More Than Healthy Living, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube. Etc., go out and follow them. And again, go out to morethanhealthy.com to find out more about a lot of the things that they're doing. Of course, we're going to continue talking with him during the next uh, uh, segment. Come back after the break, we'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and we'll get back into talking with Dave.
2: Business owners have a continually growing to do list with little time for revenue producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Checkoff Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Checkoff Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather
0: than
1: work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs 7 days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business.
0: Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best selling books, Pathway to Profits and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. And as I mentioned, it's time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, as we always do at the top of the uh, second segment of the show. And uh, this one, actually, I- I'm, I guess, uh, not ashamed, but it uh, uh, might surprise you where I, I have found this one. So the tip this week is actually a quote from uh, a guy named Ed Milet. Uh Some of you may follow him. He's a in the entrepreneur, uh, influencer, motivational kind of guy. Space, interesting guy. But I saw he had a video on none other than TikTok, and it really resonated with me because I, I, as I talked to people, you know, some of my clients as a fractional CFO, business consultant, some of the people that I mentor. I run across this pretty often, and it's people that, you know, their self-esteem is lacking. Their self-confidence is lacking. And his quote is to build build self-confidence by keeping promises you make to yourself. And he said that's the primary reason that people lose self-confidence, because you don't even keep the promises that you make to yourself. Um, and that just erodes that confidence, it erodes that self-esteem, because you're not even holding promises to yourself that you make. Um And as I thought through it and I had one of those, you know, deep thought moments and really started to think about it, I thought, man, that's very powerful. I had never thought about it in that way. Um, So I I said, let's make that a tip. I want to make sure we share that as a tip. So again, build self-confidence by keeping promises you make to yourself. Give that a try. Would love to hear feedback on that if you guys have tried that or once you do try it, uh, what kind of results you get out of it. All right, let's get back into talking to David this week. So David, so number one, back from the first segment. Um, I got to ask this because it's always interesting to me when I hear people's uh, entrepreneurial journey, especially people who have been super successful like you have. So as you transition from, uh, you know, Sounds Good and building that up to a massive business um, and then selling that, you know, what did that look like? Did you know what you wanted to do next? Or did you start looking for another why?
2: You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do next. I knew I wanted to own my own companies. But one of the things I found is I needed to finish my bachelor's degree. And so when I graduated, I wanted to get that degree, get that done. Um, So I had that credibility. And then that's when I tried a couple of business concepts. So of those 18, you know, I had four that were tremendously successful. You know, six of them were, uh, were okay, you know, but I just wasn't couldn't find the passion long-term with them. And then, you know, the there was six that were just duds, right? No matter what I do, I couldn't figure out how to make them successful. But, you know, when you look at the national average that, you know, only 10% of the businesses make it, and I'm at 22% success rate, and I've employed thousands of people and helped millions of people, you know, with goods and services and help people get healthy, I, I think I've been pretty successful. Oh, heck yeah, absolutely, Yeah. I mean, this is part of the entrepreneurial journey, right? You're,
1: you're Not every idea you have is going to work out yep. for a variety of reasons. Maybe there's just not an, enough demand for it. Maybe you're not ready. You're not mature enough in your business career. I'm not talking about you specifically, but just people in general um, to run that type of business. You know, there's all kind of different factors that could factor into that, um, to, you know, whether the business works or not long-term. But no, I was, I was curious to that because, you know, going from you know, kind of, you know, like you said, you know, video rentals and things like that, sort of a blockbuster, kind of a feel to, you know, residential security type thing. I'm like, that's kind of a big, that's that's kind of a big difference there. So I was curious if there was, as you were wrapping up, you know, sounds good. Were you like, man, I know I don't get into next, or is that just an evolution of the process?
2: It's just an evolution of trying different ideas, seeing what's out in the marketplace, you know, where there, you know, what I started off with, it's all about solving problems right? Mm -hmm. It's all about, you know, you see something, how can you do it better? Or is this missing in the marketplace? And like with the commercial security and residential company, it was, you have all these homes that you can't wire. And so I was like, I ran into, you know, a security system that was wireless. So if you think about it, you know, way back then, you know, in 1994, you know, I started doing wireless security systems. So that people could secure their windows and doors that you couldn't get wires to. And then, you know, and, and it, you know, the list goes on and on. And it's really to be a good entrepreneur, it, the why statement, when you get your why statement, it's about what you're passionate about, right? It's about, I really wanted to protect people. When I would go into people's home and they would tell me these her, her, horrific stories about people breaking in their home and getting assaulted or getting their heirloom stolen or their house catches on fire. You know, I was was passionate about putting together something that would help stop those kind of things or alleviate it or get the fire department there faster. And I have so many stories like that. And when we did the company that we started in 2009 and sold in 2016, we helped tens of thousands of people you know, lose 200 pounds, 50 pounds, we would completely change their life. We were so passionate about improving their life. And so, and the reason that came about in that 2014, you know, we had a vendor that was going to produce a bunch of videos for us. And as he was in our executive meeting, you know, it was so interesting. Jacob looked at us and said, Hey, I'm not going to go any further with you guys because Until you figure out your why, I can't produce the quality video series that you need. And I was flabbergasted. I was like, do you know who you're talking to? I've built multiple companies here. And you're telling me we don't know our why? Well, luckily, I cooled down, talked to the executive team. And then we went out. He gave us uh, Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, executive team. We read it. We did all the steps in it. It took us six months. We came up with our passion statement. And at that point, our company completely changed. We were about $4 million 2014. And once we understood our why, and then me as the CEO, I then championed our why with our customers, with our uh, vendors, with the employees, our attorneys, advertisers, everybody I came in contact, I said, This is our why, and this is what we believe, this is what we're going to do. And what was interesting, Mr. Biz, for the next three years, we grew at 200% a year. Oh, wow. We couldn't even keep, keep up with it. And then I got cancer, then I had to go work on my health why to get where I'm at today.
1: Yeah, so I want to get into that as well, obviously. So now it's a good segue. So we've got and we've got uh, just about a, a little over a minute left uh, so I, we can at least uh, dip our toe into the water on this. But I want to talk about that transition. So first of all, congratulations for kicking cancers behind. Uh, I'll just you. put it that way. Um, it's a little personal right now. Uh, my, my brother's uh, in the final stages of, uh, uh, of treatment for himself. And uh, so, you know, that's that's hit home. And uh, we've got another uh, potential issue in our family. I just found out about literally earlier today. Um, we're still waiting to find out more about it, but, um, you know, it's one of those things, cancer seems to impact all of us at some point or another, unfortunately at one point in our lives or another, whether it's ourselves or someone in our family. So, so obviously that moved you, um, from that to, to, you know, taking on that battle, winning that battle and then creating where you're at now with more than healthy. Um, so I want to, I want to, I hate to say this. I hate when people say this. I want to put a pin in that one, David. Um, uh because we're gonna hit a break here but um, go out to morethanhealthy.com morethanhealthy.com and then follow them on social media more than Healthy living on facebook instagram twitter pinterest and youtube to find out more of what they got going on some of the content they have out there we're going to come back i promise we're going to find out more about david's transition into morethanhealthy.com as well as him helping us create that successful why to drive our how and our what
0: Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsspot.com forward slash Mr.
1: for this exclusive offer. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at
0: MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show, and I want to dive back in. We've only got nine minutes left here. I want to make sure we get the most out of David's time. Um, so, David, you transitioned um, after kicking cancer's butt, um, and you started more than healthy. So. You know, what did that look like? What's that look like now? What are the types of things that you guys do? How do you help folks?
2: So let me just share with you my personal why for my health. 20 years ago, I blended two families together. My wife and I, Uh, I have four kids. She had three kids. We now have 18 kids. And (sighs) one of my dreams, my why for uh, working so hard on my health and building this new company is that at 95 years old, I want to celebrate my 50th anniversary with my wife. I want to be lucid. We love to dance. I want to be able to dance on the dance floor in front of our family and friends. And so that was my why. And then from that why, I had to figure out okay, what's the how and what's the what? And so, you know, for me, I had to learn that I was eating things that was making my immune system. Uh, go bad. And let me explain it this way. I had what was called a leaky gut. And so what that means is in my small intestine, those villa, there's all these little finger like villa that's all through your small intestine. They were compromised and these openings happen. And so bacteria and food sensitivities go through, get into your bloodstream, and then it compromises the immune system because the immune system is attacking those foreign substances. Ah. that are not supposed to be there and that's why we wrote this book eating to live unlocking the leaky gut code is that we found out that i had 30 food sensitivities things like salmon we ate salmon every week because we wanted the omega-3s well unfortunately because of my compromised gut that was getting through into the immune system and then the cancer and everything was the immune system wasn't able to fight the cancer cells. And then another big issue was I was addicted to sugar cancer, Ah. loves sugar. And so I've been able to, since 1999, I was on 10 medications, serious pain medications. And so with this strong, why I wanted to figure out how can I fight this cancer, beat this cancer, but I had lots of other health issues. And so what I did is in 2020 from May, 2018, to October 2020, I went from a pain level of 8 to 10 every day. I was on all these drugs, Lyrica for neuropathy in my feet, Loratab, ibuprofen. I can just go down this list still an 8 to 10. As of October 2020, with everything we've learned, I no longer take any medications at all. I'm back to my high school weight of 180 pounds. And now our focus is, We want to live longer with optimal health and not grow old. Whereas, you know, a lot of people accept arthritis. They accept Alzheimer's and dementia and all these health issues and insulin resistance. You don't have to do that. And so my wife and I have learned over the past four years how to turn all these things around. She went back to school while I wrote this book and she became a certified functional nutrition coach. So now what we're doing with More Than Healthy is we're helping people with a foundation and six pillars. We have this More Than Healthy model where we're helping people experience the quality of life and health that my wife and I have. And it's probably going to be the best business that we've ever done because we truly want to coach individuals on how they can achieve optimal health. I love it. And the thing I love about it the most, and obviously I can hear your passion
1: uh, (laughs) with it, but, but one of the things that frustrates me with a lot of the health and wellness is gosh, big pharma is so involved with it. And I don't want to get down that road too far or anything, but I feel like too often people want to treat the symptom instead of fix the problem. Exactly. So, you know, as you were mentioning like, oh, well your knee hurts. Well, take ibuprofen every day. Instead of fixing the knee, like what's causing my knee to hurt every day? There's, there's something that's causing it. Oh, well, you tore your ACL. Well, let's get surgery and fix it so I don't take ibuprofen every day. And I feel like people, and it sounds like you went through that with taking 10 different medications every day. Yes. You just pile on one after the other, after the other. And next thing you know, you're like, holy crap, like I can't even keep these darn things straight.
2: Yep. And you have all the interactions that go on. And I, you bring up a really good point, Mr. Biz, and it's really the way that business works is that I loved what you brought up with your comment about the promise. I have a friend that Jason Hewlett wrote a book uh, about keeping your promises to yourself. It's called The Mm -hmm. Promise. And the thing in business is when you start a business or you start a health journey, how do you solve the problems? And the successful people, whether it's in business or health, just keep at it. There's this mindset. Because we can talk about the, you know, here's, you know, how you do this. This is what you do it. But unless you're passionate, you get that statement of, like with my wife, I'm going to celebrate our 95, you know 95th wedding anniversary, right? Or 95 years old, our 50th wedding anniversary. But I'm going to do all the whys for that. And then, because there's multiple whys. And then there's all these hows and these what's. I have a new graphic I'm building right now. It's a series of mountain peaks. The tallest peak is why? on both sides of the tallest peak is the house, and then four smaller peaks are the what's. And so when you got that why and you've summited and you know that, then it's easy to do the how's and it's easier to do the what's because you're always gonna run up to challenges. And it's when you've got that passion statement, when you know the why of why you're doing your business, your health, when you run up to an obstacle, then it's like, okay, how do I solve this? What do I do? I can do this. This is what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, because we know our why. Yeah, and I think that's super important because
1: it's it, it leads to, you know, what I talk about all the time, and it, I call it consistent perseverance. And I feel like without that why, without that passion, you don't have consistent p- perseverance or you don't have it as strong, right? You're more right. likely to cave. You're more likely when you get knocked down to just say, ah, the heck with it. I'm done with this crap, right? Um, And so I think you need that. And it gives you that passion to build that consistent perseverance, which is so, so important in business and in life.
2: Let me share one last example. I get the opportunity to lecture at multiple universities and typically they bring me into the business schools and I'll lecture to hundred to 150 students. I always ask and talk about the why. In fact, you can find it, if you look at my name, David Miney, you can see some of these uh, videos of these uh, speeches that I give at the universities. And what's interesting is when I get done talking about why, and I'll ask the kids, I said, by a raise of hands, I want you to tell me how many of you know your company's why? And do you know that as of yet, I have never run across any of the business schools, any of the students that have been able to raise their hand and tell what their company's why is, they have no clue. Not even one. Not even one. And I've done oh my hundreds. Gosh. So creating a why is so critical for the success of a company.
1: Sure. Because think about it. As an employee, if the employee doesn't know, then it's going to lead to you know, less transparency with communication, at least how they interpret it, right? Because they're going to yep. say, you know, my CEO just made this decision to do X, Y, and Z. Why the heck are they doing that? That doesn't make any sense because they don't know the why. They don't know that you know, this is what needs to be done to get to this why.
2: Exactly, and since we're out of time, can I just tell you how grateful I am that you've brought me on your show, that you've listened to this, asked awesome questions. I really appreciate you and your team that uh, puts these Mr. Biz programs on.
1: No, David, look, I appreciate you coming on. The show was amazing. Again, go out to morethanhealthy.com. Follow them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube. David, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I learned a lot. I know people will love the show. Thank you so very much. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Go out and check out David and what he's got going on. Again, morethanhealthy.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king.
0: This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.